You're listening to Points Talk with the Travel Mom Squad, previously known as the Travel Hacking Mom Show. Follow the links in the show notes to stay up to date with what the Travel Mom Squad has been up to. As 2024 begins, we thought it would be fun to give you a glimpse into what cards are on our radar going into a new year, what trips we already have planned, and what trips we're thinking about adding to our schedule. Listen up to hear what you can expect from these travel hacking moms in 2024. Welcome to the Travel Hacking Mom Show. We are three moms who've discovered how to leverage credit card welcome offers to get hundreds of thousands of dollars in travel expenses for nearly free. We've used credit card points and miles to take vacations to places like Hawaii, Paris, Greece, the Maldives, Italy, and so much more. And the best part? We each still have an 800 plus credit score. Imagine being able to book a vacation without having to check your bank account. It's totally possible and we're here to show you how. Hey, I'm Alex. And I'm Pam, Alex's mom. And I'm Jess. We are Travel Hacking Moms. Today, we're talking all about 2024, including the plans we've already made and the ones we're considering. We tend to book pretty far in advance to secure award availability, so we all have trips booked for well into 2024. But first, let's start with what cards are on our radar for 2024. Yeah, I'll kick it off. This is going to come as a shock to both of you but it's 2024 might be another year of the inks I've got another ink on my radar and I want my husband to open I definitely want my husband to open another one because it's been a while since he opened one so I'm hoping we can squeeze at least one more ink in there possibly two not sure I was also targeted for a 150k Amex Business Platinum. So I know that the gravy train may have dried up for you, Pam, but it's looking like they might be targeting me now for this gravy train, which is a new because I was in Amex pop-up jail for a very long time. And I finally got out. And so that's another one that is on my radar, that 150k Business Platinum. I already have one, but I got an email targeting me for another one with no lifetime language. So that's on my radar. And then I want to get the Venture X business card for my husband at some point, but I'm still thinking those ink cards will probably be first while those offers are still elevated. What about you, Alex? So likewise, I'm hoping to get one more ink. I actually just got one at the end of 2023. And so I'm hoping to have Mitch get one at the beginning of 2024. Um, Venture X business card for me. He got it last year. So I'm I'm planning on getting that for me. And then my plan is to kind of just see what limited time offers come about. I don't really have any other specific ones on my radar. Um, yeah, I will just see what happens. I would love if Amex would decide to, you know, send me one of those targeted offers. So crossing my fingers that they'll decide they love me. That's all that I've got planned. I'm just hoping that, you know, some of those limited limited type welcome offers were really good last year. And that's kind of how I my strategy for last year was just kind of watching for those. So we'll see. I'm I'm hoping 2024 will be another good year. What about you, Mom? Well, on our last episode, I talked about how Chase doesn't like me right now. So I'm hoping that, you know, later in the year they're gonna decide they like me. But so in the meantime, I'm hoping to get another ink for my husband. 
And then I'm going to go, I actually have a card in reconsideration that they had me call about. And it sounds like Chase might let me have this card. This is a card I never in a million years thought I would want. And that is the United Club card. And right, I live in De- near Denver. We have amazing lounge access. But they have just redone the United Club lounges. And right now I can only go twice a year with my Explorer card. And they are really nice lounges. And the thing that I really like about them is I generally fly United domestically um, because I try to keep my elite status with them. And there's two of them in the B terminal where I fly out of. And so it's so convenient not to have to go to one of the other terminals. So I'm just thinking, one, I fly United a lot. So getting those miles would be great. But being able to see if that's a card I'd like to keep long-term just for the lounge access is something I want to check out because they're really nice lounges. And in the past, the United lounges were so crummy. I never even used the, my, them for my with my Explorer card. I would go use them at a United lounge somewhere else because they were just ugly and not nice. I went into them recently and I was like, oh my goodness, now you're talking United. It was it was good. And I, I mean, I really definitely go to the Capital One lounge a lot because I love that one too. Just got to go through that. But yeah, I never thought I'd say that. But you know, what's really nice about the United Club one too is the guest privileges are really good. You know, you can bring you can bring dad with you and it's not like you're going to the Centurion Lounge like, oh, you can't, I can't bring a guest, you know? Right. So, and so it's kind of, it's a nice one, you know, people, if they have kids, you can bring your children with you. So it makes sense. It makes sense for you. It does. They're, they're really, they're huge lounges. Um, the other card that I think I'm going to get is for my husband. I'm going to get him the United Explorer card. He had it before and we got rid of it. And so just because we fly United a lot, it makes a lot of sense for us to get that card. So that's probably the only co-branded card that uh, we always, always keep. So... That's my plan. So one of the things we wanted to talk about now is the points of miles, the trips that we've already booked for 2024. And yes, we've booked way into 2024. And we do that because we want to get the really good deals. It's not the only way to get good deals, though, because they're sometimes booking last minute work. Sometimes it will be a great um, deal that will come out that we're, we'll hear about. So Although we have booked, this isn't probably going to be the only places we're going to go because when other things come out or one of us sees a good offer, we're probably going to book some other trips. So Jess, hit it off. You got a lot planned already. Yeah. Uh, I don't have 2025 booked yet, though. So I do have (laughs) some restraint. But yeah, going to Japan soon with both of my stepdaughters. We are going to Tokyo and Kyoto. Cannot wait for that. And then in February, I'm going back to the Andas Papagayo with my mom and my daughter. Still one of my favorite Hyatts. So I'm excited to go back to Costa Rica for spring break. We are headed to Scotland, hitting up the Kempton Charlotte Square that Pam raved about in Edinburgh. 
So cannot wait to stay there. And then later in March, we're doing a little THM trip to Singapore and Kuala Lumpur. So I'm really looking forward to that one too. I've never been to either of those places. We're doing a little Hyatt Regency Hill Country for the eclipse in April. And then my husband and I are headed to Bora Bora in May, staying at the Conrad using some of those Hilton free night certificates. Then the summer kicks off my Taylor Swift tour of Europe. I headed- love it. Yes, this is, yes, is following Taylor around Europe. So first, I am going to see her in Milan, and then after the concert, going to Lake Como because I cannot go to Milan and not go stay at the Grand Hotel Victoria. So I'm doing that, and then in August, hopping over to London to see her at Wembley, and then going to stay in London for a few days with my mom, do some sightseeing. In September, I'm headed to Napa. My husband and I, with a few other couples, we are going to stay at the Calistoga Motor Lodge. That is not content you would ever get from Alex or Pam because it is wine country. So I'm taking one for the team, and I'm going to review some wine country Hyatt options. And then for my daughter's fall break, we currently have the Grand Hyatt Kauai booked. I'm not 100% sure that that is where we are going to end up, but I went ahead and booked it just in case. All right, Alex, what about you? Okay, so starting off in January, my husband and I will be celebrating our 15-year wedding anniversary, which makes me feel really old. But mom, does it make you feel old since I'm your youngest child? Yes. yes. It makes you feel older. Yeah. Let's not talk about it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so Pam is going to be coming and staying with the kids. Best grandma ever. And the best travel hack you have. Well, one of the best, because if I didn't have the points, I wouldn't be going either. That's true. <laughs> Second best. Yes. Second okay. best. Um, so, yes, that's how we're kicking off the year. Um, I just booked the a trip to Disneyland, which mom, I was going to text you about. And I was like, I'll just tell her about it on the podcast. <laughs> but we're going in March. Um so far, it's just me and one of my sisters. We're not exactly sure which of her kids will be able to make it, depending on what's going on with school with them. My sister Kelly's kind of on the fence, depending on how what's going on with her kids. Pam, you, Mom, you are more than welcome to come, and we would love it. But I know last time you were like, I'm not doing Disneyland again. Her face <laughs> is not really saying that she's having FOMO right now about no, this Disneyland trip. You know what? The Disneyland part, I don't have FOMO about, but hanging out with the grandkids, I know I do. Well, so and let me tell you this part. This might sway you. The first night we're going on like a, so how this kind of came about is Breeze Airways is now flying out of this little airport close by my house or, you know, closer to my house than the Salt Lake International. And it's flying to Santa Ana, John Wayne. And it was like, because they just launched it, like the flights were like $38 a piece. So four of us are flying for, I don't remember what it was, like 300 and something dollars. It was very cheap for those round trip flights. So I was like, I've never flown out of our this little airport. It might be kind of fun. This is a direct flight, cheap. And so we're, 
I actually haven't told my kids yet, but they're going to be really excited about that. So, but here's the part that I was going to tell you that's really cool. Oh, I was like, this is not, this is not swaying Pam to fly Breeze <laughs> Airways. I kind of got going on a, I kind I got Pam, they're going. staying at the Hyatt house. Is that, has that swayed you? Hyatt no. house. No, no, no. We're not there yet. I actually forgot that where my story was going. I got it. Thanks for bringing me back around. So we are going in the first night. We are staying at the Hyatt Regency Huntington Beach. And we are doing, we're doing the whole first day. So we we fly in on Saturday and we're going to stay the night. And on Sunday, we're just going to hang out all day at the Hyatt Regency, swim, go to the beach, enjoy their amazing breakfast. And then that night, we'll get an Uber over to Anaheim and we'll stay for three nights at the Hyatt house. So... I don't know if Hyatt Regency sways you a little bit to be able to have a beach day with the grandkids, but if it does, we'd love to have you. I so, will definitely be considering it. Okay. <laughs> I mean, that helped, right? It did help. Yeah. Okay. Um, next up, Singapore with these two lovely ladies. And then spring break, we're going to be staying at the Park Hyatt Aviara in Carlsbad, so right by San Diego. My parents are coming and kind of planning to do like we've been to Southern California a bunch, but we haven't done a lot of the San Diego activities. So hoping to do the San Diego Zoo Safari Park, go to the beach. We've done Legoland and the kids loved it, but I'm like, we're going to be so close. Like it's literally right, Jess, isn't it in, so close to the hotel? So I'm like, maybe we'll go there. I know my mom and dad are like, eh, I probably don't want to go there, but we'll see. We'll play it by ear. Pam can go to the spa at the Park Hyatt while y'all go to Legoland. That's true. And then in June, I had to think about it for a second. In June, my husband and I are going to Greece. My mom is going to once again come out and watch the kids. So we're still kind of putting the finishing touches on this trip. We We have the Grand Hyatt Athens booked. And we have the Cannabis ES Suites and Santorini booked. And we have our flights home booked. We just don't have flights there booked. So I'm just waiting because nothing is looking good. And I'm like, we have to fly business class. So I'm just like looking every day to see if something pops up. Something so, will pop up. You've got enough time. Yeah, I got enough time. It's it's early. So we'll be good. Um, next, we have a trip to Florida with all of my side of my family, so my siblings and their kids, my parents. This was Pam who orchestrated this all. So I know that that's going to be an amazing trip. We're actually going a little bit early and going to check out the Hyatt Place Panama City Beach because we've heard that that's a really nice Hyatt Place, right? It's literally right on the beach. So I'm excited to check that one out. And then in October, I have booked the Grand Hyatt Kauai, but like Jess, I'm not sure if we're going to go or not, but because I can just easily cancel that stay and get those points back in my Hyatt account, I figured, well, why not? We'll just book this and see kind of what life is looking at at that point and if we want to do that. So what about you, Mom? Well, January, I start off my travels with a trip that was solely booked around an 
airplane flight. This sounds and like 2023 again. It does, doesn't it? So I'm having deja vu. Yeah. There was a really, really good deal that came out for Etihad Apartments. Now, if you guys remember, I flew um, about a year ago on Singapore Suites, the most amazing flight that I've ever flown. You know, um, it even was better than Emirates First Class, although that's the second. Well, Etihad Apartments is supposed to be very similar to Singapore Suites. So this deal came out from London to Abu Dhabi, and I believe it was only 60K um, points that I used. And I thought, okay, well, my daughter, Lindsay, lives in London, so I could go see her for a few days, and then she and I can go over to Abu Dhabi. The plan was we were going to go to the Seychelles, and I was going to use some Hilton points for that. But then it turned out that the it was just going to be hours to get there. And I thought, do I want to get on another flight for five hours or Abu Dhabi, the weather is good there. They have some really nice resorts there. They have some nice beaches. And we just decided, let's just hang out in Abu Dhabi. We're staying at the Park Hyatt, Abu Dhabi. I've already put a sweet um, night. Are you guys, I forget. Sweet upgrade award. Yeah, I get confused with sweet between Marriott's, um, their little acronyms and Hyatt's. And so, <laughs> yeah, so I've, uh, so I've got a sweet night upgrade award for us there. And then we're also going to the Grand Hyatt Abu Dhabi. And I did a sweet night upgrade award there too. So we are going to have an amazing time. It's not good weather here in Colorado there. So it'll be just really nice to relax. Then I am going in uh, later in January to the Cabo Waldorf Astoria, and I'm taking a different, this is my daughter's, you know, not all together trips, I guess, that I'm doing. So what am I, I'm taking one of my other daughters to that because my husband decided that he wanted to watch some basketball games that some grandkids have. So I'm taking her. I'm supposed to go to Jerusalem and Jordan on a tour in March. I don't see that happening. And so that's opening up some slots for me. So I'll, so my daughter, Kelly, I told her that I'd do some points and miles and we're going to go somewhere. We may go to the Roatan Kimpton. I've been wanting to do that. Or we may go to the Secrets Moshe. I'm not sure. And or then, Disneyland. I mean, that's a that's a pretty comparable <laughs> that's a pretty comparable swap, right? I mean, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then I'm going with these knuckleheads to Singapore, and this is the crazy thing. We booked this because there was this amazing deal that came out on Singapore in premium economy, and I thought, okay, I can do premium economy. That's fine. And then I just got back from the Maldives and I made the mistake of walking back to check out premium economy from my business class seat, saw the seat I'd be sitting in and thought, no, I can't do that. <laughs> so I am, and there is not an, a business class seat available. There are some that are waitlisted. And w that means that if they open up more availability or someone decides not to fly in business class, then that could become available. So Everybody cross your fingers that Pam gets that. I don't know if I can do do the other. I'm old. I ache. I it's gonna be a tough one, but I'm I'm gonna do it because I want to go to Singapore really bad. And then we're going to uh, to Kuala Lumpur and it just sounds fascinating. I'm just really hoping I can 
get a business class seat. Then in April, we're going to, with Alex and her family, to the Park Hyatt Aviara. Uh, my husband and I are going in later in April. Um, part of this will be over my birth year. We're going to Africa. I'm really excited. I've been to Africa on a safari before. This time we're going to the JW Marriott. And as this is entirely on points. So I'm really excited to see how this turns out. There, when it it's very new, when it opened up, you could get a night for 70K. And so I booked four nights, got the fifth night free. Really excited about that. And then we're going to go over to the island of Mauritius. Um, actually, before we do that, before we go to the safari. So that's something I'm I'm very excited about that. And trip. that lodge is that lodge is in Kenya, right? It is. Okay. I am so jealous of that trip. I cannot wait to hear about that. Yeah, I am really excited about that. And a lot of people, you know, that's a harder thing to book on points is a safari. It has me thinking like maybe I should have some Marriott points in res- I have some, but I don't have enough for that. And reserve just in case somehow this availability pops up again for a low price because that is seriously incredible. I remember when you booked that, I was like, oh, shoot, I wish I had more Marriott points and I'd book that. Yeah, I'm I'm really excited about that one. And I've heard that Mauritius is supposed to be gorgeous, so it's going to be a really interesting trip. Then um, I'm home for about nine days and I go to Greece and going with a friend who has been wanting to go there for forever. So we're going to Santorini in Crete. And then we are hopping over to uh, Vienna just because I want to stay in a certain hotel. And that's a park high at Vienna because I have heard that that is one of the most beautiful park Hyatts. And so that's been on my radar. So yeah, I, I can get into this FOMO deal you know where or planning a trip around a hotel or planning a trip around a flight um then as alex said in july we're going to florida and then um in september my sister and i are going back to italy we're going to rome going back to lake como she and i also are going to the grand victoria um concept and spa that is really one of my favorite hotels i really loved it because we weren't able to make Cinque Terre on our last trip, we are also going to Cinque Terre. And this is a light schedule for me so far. I'm sure I'm tr- I am trying to keep it lighter this year, trying to do, you know, like one trip a month. Um, but I'm sure it will start. I've got I've got space to do some more. So well, I have no doubt you will fill that space. I know. So anyway, (laughs) what trip are you guys most looking forward to out of these trips that you have planned? For me, Japan and Bora Bora have been on my bucket list for a very long time. So those are the two that I'm most looking forward to. And of course, the THM Singapore trip. And Pam, I really hope that you get that business class you get off the wait list for business class. But if you don't, it's going to make for some really good content because you'll be stuck with Alex and I in premium economy and we're going to make you make reels and it's just going to be amazing. I'm going to be crying in my seat in the back. <laughs> so one of the things that I'm really looking forward on that trip though, Jess, is when I travel, I'm always the one in charge. 
you know, unless I'm with Alex and stuff. And so well, like, I don't know about that. I still, I still kind of let you be in charge. Yeah, of you do. Let's be honest. Talk. I'm the youngest. The, yeah. I'm the youngest in the family, so I will gladly delegate and or like not delegate, but let you lead. Well, I just I just want to give Jess a heads up on our Singapore Kuala Lumpur trip that I know she does these great spreadsheets and she's really good at planning activities. And I'm passing my torch of always being in charge onto you. And I'm planning not to plan anything. Just so I got you. Know. you. Yeah. Book us some Airbnb experiences. That's Jess's go to. We're going to do some Airbnb experiences. We're going to get a photographer to take some photos of us. We're going to go to a spa. So I got you. I got you covered. I love it. So you know what? Business class or not, how can I miss this trip when I don't have to plan any activities? You know, I've got to do it. All right, Alex, what about you? Most trip you're most looking forward to? You know what? I wasn't so sure how excited I was for Singapore because of the flight. Only reason because of the flight. Because, like, I don't have the best back. And sitting in regular economy, even just, like, a short flight. Like, I get out of the plane, stand up, and I, like, takes me a minute to stand up straight. You look like an old lady. I look like an old lady. (laughs) So I'm working on strengthening my back and fixing fixing some things. So hopefully I'll be great. Good news is these seats do recline a little more, and they do have a foot rest, so I'm hoping it'll be all right. I'm going to take some melatonin to help me get some sleep, and hopefully it'll be just dandy. Um, but I'm I'm going to be checking every now and then to see if they just by chance open up more availability so I can upgrade to business class too. Oh, we didn't tell everybody that you guys are flying back on premium economy and there was one business class seat available and they let the old lady have it. So I at least know going back, I have business class. Yeah. So we're doing it both ways, but I'm hopeful that Jess will keep me entertained and happy the whole way. So it'll be great. Um, But anyways, listening to all of your ideas and making reels together on the plane and going to the spa and the fo- all the things made me feel much more excited. So it is going to be an incredible trip. That is for sure. It just might be a little dicey getting there and back because it's like how long? 16 hours? It's like seven. The flight there is 17 hours. There's yeah. been times like, I, like, I just why are we doing this? Why I, I just did it in business class. And even in business class, you know, it was a little rough. It's like, not a long on. flight. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. That str- I'm stressed about that, but but you know I, I realize like the people do it every day and they're just fine. I will be fine. I just I hate being tired, and it kind of stresses me out. And then I hate jet lag, and I yeah, I, we've just been spoiled. That's yes, really what it comes down points to. And, points and miles. That's the problem. Points and miles completely has can spoil you. If you are fine flying economy and economy plus, my hint is don't jump up to business class until you get old because it makes it really hard to go back. So stay where it is. It's so long. It's 17 hours. It is. It's, it's, yeah. (laughs) So moving on though, I'm super excited to go to the Waldorf Astoria um, with Mitch for our anniversary trip. Um, Super excited for us to go to Greece. He has actually never been to Europe. And Santorini was one of my 
favorite places I've been. It was like jaw-droppingly beautiful just being able to look out on the caldera and see, you know, the sea below. It was really awesome. So excited for that. And then I'm super excited to go to Florida with all of my family and to see all the cousins have fun. That is going to be such a memorable trip. So what about you, mom? Well, there's two countries I can to, I could go to every single year. And I do quite often. And that's Greece and Italy. So I'm always really excited about those um, going back there. Of course, I'm super excited about our trip to Florida. Just that's my favorite thing to do is see the grandkids play together. And then I'm really excited about our trip to Africa. I can't wait to check out the JW Marriott for all of our listeners and to just go on another safari. And I just, I love Africa. So that sounds really fun to me. So even though we've booked a lot of trips, there are still some that we're thinking about booking. So Jess, what ones are you thinking about booking for 2024? I don't know because I'm pretty booked up. I guess I have some holes in my schedule in like November and December. Is there a Taylor Swift tour any of those months? Well, I actually am also seeing her in New Orleans in October. (laughs) (laughs) I can just drive. I mean, like when she announced New Orleans, I was like, okay, well, that's a no-brainer because I can just drive to New Orleans. So I do have her on the schedule in New Orleans. But yeah, I don't know. I still, I like I said, I have that Grand Hyatt Kauai booked for fall for my daughter's fall break because I just I feel like you can never go wrong with the Grand Hyatt Kauai. But I would still love to make Iceland happen at some point if I could. We've been talking to some friends about going to London in December. I really want to go to London in December when like all the holiday decorations are up. I've been seeing TikToks of what it's like currently. And I'm like, I want to go see that. So I really want to go see London in December. So that's a possibility. And then I think we're all planning to go back to the travel more conference this year, or I'll go back and y'all will join me. (laughs) Um, But I don't know when exactly or where that's going to be. So that's kind of up in the air, but yeah, I'm like you, Pam. I'm like, okay, I'm just going to do one trip a month, but then these deals come out. And I tend to get FOMO and jump on them. So I guess we'll see. (laughs) What about you, Alex? Okay. So other trips I'm thinking of booking, it would be a girl's trip with my mom and sisters. We've talked about going on one in the fall, like, you know, early fall, the shoulder season. So we've talked about going to the Azores or Portugal. Um, Is that kind of what what we kind of landed on, mom? I think so. I think we were talking about maybe going to Porto. Portugal, um, or go to the, and I don't even know, I always call it Azores, then I heard someone call it the Azores, so I don't know what it is, but I don't really know. Yeah, we hear the the Hawaii of Europe, and so that is the place that we have been talking about going to. So we also need to plan our end-of-year travel hacking mom retreat for next year, so we do these every year at the end of the year to kind of set our goals for the next year. And plan kind of what we want to do. So the first year we went to the Andaz Mayakoba in like Playa del Carmen, right? Is that where it is? And then this year 
We did Onda Scottsdale. And so we'll have to kind of figure out where we want to go next year. I was thinking we could maybe look at like the the Thompson in Palm Springs. That's going to be a new one that's opening. It's not open yet, but it should be open by then. It's kind of nice. I felt feel like doing somewhere that's a little closer because, you know, we go at the end of the year. And so it's a really busy time with all the holidays. So I thought, oh, that would be an easy, pretty, fairly easy place for all of us to get to. And then we could check out the new Thompson. So yeah, we like Thompson. I love a Thompson. So mm-hmm. I am 100% down with that idea. And Palm Springs is usually, you know, a little warmer than elsewhere that, that time of year. And then for sure, we'll be planning some stays using points for soccer tournaments and all that. And then I would like to take my kids to one of the national parks, either Yellowstone or Zion. We've got a bunch here in Utah and I have a fourth grader. So I'm like, we should probably try to go take advantage of that free national parks pass he has. But if we don't, we have another fourth grader coming in two years. We'll have another fourth grader. So no crazy rush, but I think it'd be fun if we could, you know, at least do one of those this year. You also, okay. We also have to plan a trip for cruise. That's right. I forgot that. So, I mean, I it's on my main list. I just forgot it for the podcast. Yeah. So my oldest, when he was 10, we took him, my mom and I took him to Washington, D.C. And then my second oldest is going to turn 10 in this, this month. And we're not going to take him on a trip his birthday month, which he already knows. And he's fine with that. He originally was wanting to go to Miami or something and go watch Messi play for Inter Miami, but their schedule hasn't come out. And I'm trying to convince him, like, hey, what if we went to an Inter Miami game, but when they were playing somewhere a little closer and we just did a long weekend instead of flying all the way to Miami? So we'll see what happens. He's actually super easygoing. I think if I just said, hey, what about gave him some few a few options, he'd be fine. Like the other day he was like, I said, what about if we went to New York City? He's like, mm, I hear people rob you a lot. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't know where he got that from. Maybe from Home Alone. You know, <laughs> he's been watching Home Alone, the second one, where he's lost in New York lately. And I'm like, buddy, what are they going to steal for you from you? You have nothing on you. You don't have a cell phone. You have yourself in a, in a sweatshirt. <laughs> like, that's it. He's like, yeah, that's true. Okay, we could go to New York City. <laughs> so we'll see. I don't know what we'll end up doing, but that is something that my mom and I are definitely going to have to plan together because she comes with us. So it's me, my mom, and then whoever's 10 gets to go on this trip. So I've asked him for ideas, but he's not that helpful. So I think it's better if I give him some ideas and then he can choose from those. Okay, what about you, mom? Well, I just love another fun thing that you can do because of points and miles is plan a special birthday trip, you know, for one of your kids. Well, recently in our Award Travel Academy Next Level coaching call, we helped someone um, figure out where to stay and how to get to Sardinia. Do you remember that? Um, Yeah. Yes. And the place we found for her was so gorgeous. And Sardinia looks so amazing that it's come to the top of one of the places I want to go to now, too. So that's definitely on my radar. 
Uh, Mallorca has always been on my radar for a long time. So that's someplace I'd like to go. And then, as I said, one of the things that I could maybe do this year, too, is the Kempton um, Roatan. I love Kempton's, and that's a new one. And so I've got quite a few IHG points. I'm thinking about that. So we've talked about our plans. So I want to know, we talked last um, on our last podcast about all the points and miles that we earned this year. What's your goals for next year? Are you going bigger? Are you staying the same? What's the plans, Jess? So my goal for 2023 was 2 million points, just me and my husband from Welcome Offers. Initially, I said that was my goal again for 2024. I don't know. I mean, I'm going to say one and a half to 2 million just because I was kind of thinking of maybe not opening as many cars this year. I know famous last words. I'm going to be recording this in a year and be like, I got 4 million points. Can I open 50 cars this year? Um, But I opened that Freedom Unlimited with the unlimited match, and it's only for the first 12 months. And so I'm kind of like also wanting to really maximize the spend that I'm putting on that card. And so I may not rely as much this year on new cards, but who knows? I mean, I'm saying that now. That could change. So I'm going to say one and a half to two million. Okay, I'm going to say somewhere around a million. I finished just over a million for 2023. So I think that was a great amount for us. And, you know, it worked out really great. So I think if I just keep that up somewhere around a million, that's that's what I'm aiming for again. Yeah, that's kind of me. We tend to open up four to six cards each, my husband and I, every year. And that seems to end up being somewhere between 1 and 1.5 million. So that's kind of where I'm headed to. Again, I, too, just want to do a lot of points on that um, Freedom card with that unlimited match also. So I'm feeling like I want to put a lot of spend on that card. So I have... This just suddenly came to mind that I thought might be interesting for our readers. We don't have this down at all. But I thought they might be interested to hear about our stockpiles. Because one of the things that I think is really nice is when you have a stockpile of points. And that allows us to, when a really good deal comes up, um, like the um, Etihad Apartments that I'm booked. When a really good deal, I don't have to stop and go, oh boy, I wish I had those points. I wish I had some points and miles so I could book that. Or if, you know, the uh, the Lake Como Grand Victoria suddenly has spots open, we can, you know, go ahead and book it and not worry about it. So I think that having a stockpile of points and miles is really nice. That's why... You know, we usually encourage people to keep opening up cars, getting those sign-up bonuses, so that whether it's to go on a great trip or to an emergency comes up or something, that you've got those points. Now, I thought you might find it interesting to hear what our stockpiles look like right now. Granted, I mean, mine is crazy, you know, but I... but Mine's I do, crazy, too. Yeah, and I've been Jess doing... Jess is probably not. Yeah, Jess is an earn and burn. She's the earn and burn girl. 
But and and I travel a lot, but I've been OCD doing this. Well, and you tips a lot of times. You only have to get one. Exactly. Yeah, I'm not traveling with a family. Usually, it's it's my husband, and then you know if I travel with someone else, we're splitting the cost of hotel. So I probably spend less in a year than you guys with your big families. So I it could be interesting for people to hear what our stockpiles are. So Jess, I actually have a a pretty good stockpile right now. I have zero city points. I know that. Um, Capital One, my husband and I combined have, I think, around 250,000. Amex combined, we have around 400,000. Chase combined, I don't know. I think that we probably have around two to 250,000 Chase points combined. I have a ton of Southwest points currently. I think I have 180,000 Southwest points in my Southwest account. And I have a companion pass. So that's why I have the Grand Hyatt Kauai book. Because I'm like, man, we could go to Hawaii. And I have a ton of Southwest points. I also have a lot of... I have 150,000 Alaska miles currently. Because I opened a couple of Alaska cards this year. No idea what I'm going to use those on. Use those on like a really... I'm thinking nice. like Australia or Japan or something. Yeah, like, like not on a partner airline. Yeah. Um, and then American, we've got about a hundred and sixty thousand American miles combined. So I've got I've got pretty I mean, United miles, I have like four thousand. <laughs> I have like no United miles. But um yeah, I got my husband and I each opened a couple of those like American and Alaska co-branded business cards in 2023 so we've got pretty good stockpiles of those too what about you alex what do you have do you well, know and, and I, i'm not breaking mine down i'm just saying what i have to yeah them. well okay. i would have liked this quite i would have liked this beforehand i could have gotten you the exact number but i last updated my spreadsheet back in august like the end of august 2023 so that was a little while ago and i've definitely booked some things in Back then, I had like just over, just under three million points. Oh, that's a lot for having a a family. That's amazing. Yeah, but I know there's a lot less now. Like I on here on the chart it says I had 165,000 Southwest. I have like 8,000 now. Mitch has more than the chart says, but yeah, I mean, I would guess we have like maybe around two million, maybe a little bit more, but somewhere around that. Just because we booked a few things since this came out. But, you know, I'm going to go and update my chart after this. But <laughs> my, guess, my guess would be about around just maybe a little bit more than $2 million. Yeah, It makes it so nice to be and It does. To- it makes it so nice because, like, I'm booked for a lot of 2024. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And so that's why I don't feel a lot of stress of, like, I've got to earn 2 million points this year. You know? I mean, I would still – gladly take two million points and earn two million points but i like like you said well i like having a healthy stockpile because kind of what i'm thinking is you know i subscribe to some of these business class award flights mm-hmm. right. you know that send you alerts and so i'd like to start trying to take advantage of more of those and kind of traveling off the deal when possible versus be like hey let's go on a trip here's the time Mm-hmm. that we can go. I mean, it's kind of tricky when you're going on like a girl's trip and you have to work with everyone's schedules, but yeah, that's how things are looking. They're looking pretty good. Yeah. 
Well, I have, and I've always had a lot. And again, it's because I earn a lot and I get to use most of them for me because my husband doesn't want to travel as much as I do. So we have about a total of 3.8 million right now. Um, and that always sounds insane. And, you know, my husband will um, say, well, why aren't you using points and miles for that? Like my domestic flights. And it's because that sounds insane, but then you figure that, okay, 150,000 is in United. You've got uh, 250,000 in Amex. Um, right now I have about 600,000 in Capital One because I've done those um Capital One business cards. So they're all over the place, you know, and maybe 70 in AA. So it's not like you can just go, oh, hey, I'm going to go stay at this place and I'm going to fly this airline. You have to work around your transfer partners and what cards you have. And so it sounds crazy amazing but it's still it is like, still crazy amazing <laughs> but it's still a jigsaw puzzle to work out yeah, yeah. when you're trying to to book i know someone who would gladly accept some of those miles if you need to like offload some of them <laughs> if you're feeling a little stressed managing all those points yeah i'm pretty good but it is so nice to know pretty much I can go wherever I want in the style I'd like to go at just because I've been playing this game. Yeah. No, I completely agree with you. Stockpiles are a huge, a huge thing. I mean, I just think of friends of mine that I'm like, oh, that'd be so fun to invite them to go on this trip. For example, you know, if someone wanted to come with us to Greece, but then I'm like, they don't have points just sitting there. Like, you know, it's, I don't know. It You need to really plan those things in advance for your friends to get the points. And I don't really wait a year and a half for them to get the points. I'm like, sorry, we're going. Next so. time we have a Travel Hacking Mom giveaway, we need to give away some of Pam's. <laughs> <laughs> she has some to spare. There's a little chintzy when it comes to her points. But, but it is really, at, you know, and again, nobody look at what I have and say, you know, whoa, I should have that many because I'm one person who's got two people earning them. When you have a family, it's just not going to go that far. You can easily use 500,000 points to book a trip to Europe with a family. So yeah, it would go pretty quick that way. All right. Well, we hope that you've enjoyed getting a sneak peek into what we've got planned for 2024. If you are ready to make 2024 the year of nearly free travel for you and your family, make sure to register for our free masterclass, How to Start Traveling for Nearly Free. We will link it in the show notes. Thanks so much for listening to the Travel Hacking Mom Show. Make sure to hit the subscribe or follow button from wherever you're listening so you never miss an episode. Want to start jet setting even faster? Follow the links in the show notes to learn about everything we discussed in today's episode. And to stay connected and follow along, follow us on Instagram at Travel Hacking Mom. We can't wait to see where in the world points and miles take you.